Hello, this is Pastor Nick Hood, and today I would like to read together, back-to-back, Job 13 and 14. And this is Job replying now uh, after having been castigated by his three friends. Listen to what he says. This is from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. Look, my eye has seen all this. My ear has heard and understood it. What you know, I also know. I am not inferior to you, but I would speak to the Almighty, and I desire to argue my case with God. As for you, you whitewash with lies. All of you are worthless physicians. If you would only keep silent, that would be your wisdom. Hear now my reasoning and listen to the pleadings of my lips. Will you speak falsely for God? and speak deceitfully for him? Will you show partiality toward him? Will you plead the case for God? Will it be well with you when he searches you out? Or can you deceive him as one person deceives another? He will surely rebuke you if in secret you show partiality. Will not his majesty terrify you and the dread of him fall upon you? Your maxims are proverbs of ashes. Your defenses are defenses of clay. Let me have silence, and I will speak. And let come on me what may. I will take my flesh in my teeth and put my life in my hand. See, he will kill me. I have no hope, but I will defend my ways to his face. This will be my salvation, that the godless shall not come before him. Listen carefully to my words, and let my declaration be in your ears. I have indeed prepared my case. I know that I shall be vindicated. Who is there that will contend with me? For then I would be silent and die. Only grant two things to me, then I will not hide myself from your face. Withdraw your hand far from me, and do not let dread of you terrify me. Then call and I will answer, or let me speak and you reply to me. How many are my iniquities and my sins? Make me know my transgression and my sin. Why do you hide your face and count me as your enemy? Will you frighten a windblown leaf and pursue dry chaff? For you write bitter things against me and make me reap the iniquities of my youth. You put my feet in the stocks and watch all my paths. You set a bound to the soles of my feet, one waste away like a rotten thing, like a garment that is moth-eaten. That's chapter 13, and Job continues in chapter 14. A mortal, born of woman, few of days and full of trouble, comes up like a flower and withers flees like a shadow and does not last. Do you fix your eyes on such a one? Do you bring me into judgment with you? Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? No one can, since their days are determined and the number of their months is known by you, and you have appointed the bounds that they cannot pass. Look away from them and desist, that they may enjoy like laborers their days. For there is hope for a tree, if it is cut down, that it will sprout again, and that its shoots will not cease. 
though its root grows old in the earth and its stump dies in the ground. Yet at the scent of water it will bud and put forth branches like a young plant. But mortals die and are laid low. Humans expire, and where are they? As waters fail from a lake and a river wastes away and dries up, so mortals lie down and do not rise again. Until the heavens are no more, they will not awake or be roused out of their sleep. Oh, that you would hide me in Sheol, that you would conceal me until your wrath is past, that you would appoint me a set time and remember me. If mortals die, will they live again? All the days of my service, I would wait until my release should come. You would call and I would answer you. You would long for the work of your hands. For then you would not number my steps. You would not keep watch over my sin. My transgression would be sealed up in a bag and you would cover over my iniquity. But the mountain falls and crumbles away and the rock is removed from its place. The waters wear away the stones. The torrents wash away the soil of the earth. So you destroy the hope of mortals. You prevail forever against them and they pass away. You change their countenance and send them away. Their children come to honor and they do not know it. They are brought low and it goes unnoticed. They feel only the pain of their own bodies and mourn only for themselves. And thus we conclude the reading of chapters 13 and 14 of the book of Job, uh, the complaint of Job to God. I have questions for your reflection. Number one, what are your thoughts of the prayer of Job? Two, is there a theological premise to the prayer of Job? And if so, what is it? Three, what is Job saying about the nature of God? Four, what is Job saying about himself in context to God? And finally, do you have any other thoughts about chapters 13 and 14? I'd like to wrap this up now with a prayer. Let us pray. My Lord and my God, you are so high and I am so low. I think I know you and your ways, but there is still so much I cannot comprehend. Open my mind and let me see what you want me to see. Open my heart and let me feel what you want me to feel. Open my ears and let me hear what you want me to feel. You are so high and I am so low. I put my trust in you. I put my hope in you. Bless me now with your favor, your mercy, and your grace. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. This is Pastor Nick Hood, pastor and senior minister of the Plymouth United Church of Christ, located at 600 East Warren Avenue in the heart of Detroit, the very tip top of the Medical Center area of Detroit. And I am so grateful that you have taken the time to listen to this podcast. If it's been a blessing to you, I hope you'll share it with a friend. God bless, God keep you, and tomorrow I will be reading from Job chapter 15. God bless. <laughs>